Welcome back to The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know every single week we are coming to you with stories, entrepreneurs, athletes, celebrities, entertainers, sharing that burn that lies inside of them. The burn is that fire that lights why and purpose that then causes you to take the necessary action to perform at your highest possible level. Oftentimes we need to hear different stories from different backgrounds, where people came from, the burn that lies inside of them, for us to connect on that deeper rooted level for ourselves. Today is no different. We're bringing you one of my friends and clients, Sean Henry from Efficient Home Services. And this is exciting because we are coming to you from Tampa, Florida. We were just together for the Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My dear friend, Levante David, who I've worked with for eight years, we watched Tom Brady solidify himself as the GOAT. There is no debate. Don't come at me with a debate. Maybe we'll, we'll get into that, what greatness looks like in your opinion on Tom Brady. But I'm so excited for you all to meet Sean. Because maybe right now, this is how I want to set the table, and I'm going to turn it over to Sean. Maybe you aren't where you want to be right now. Maybe you are currently going through challenge and adversity that's causing you to question, man, what's next for me? Am I going to be okay? Can I fight through this pain? And one of the beautiful things about Sean's company is you might see on their way to being a $200 million solar company. That's what you might see. You might see articles in Fortune. You might see articles online all over the country about their growth, the impact that they're having, how they're startling the industry. But what you don't necessarily see is when Sean had a prison sentence of 10 years in front of him. So Sean, you know how we do it here on The Burner. We go right for it, yeah. right? Because we could talk all about EHS and growth, but I believe it was that potential prison sentence that's the reason why we're sitting here today. Am I right? Yes, sir. Yes. So, <clears throat> give me a little background. Um, you know, when I was younger, I you know, ran with the wrong crowd, as I've told you, growing up, coming from another country, um, it was hard for me to make friends here, right? When I came, when I came to the United States, uh, I had a bad stutter, and I wasn't the, uh, I'd say, best thinker as well. So when I was younger, I surrounded myself with people that I thought could protect me, right? So growing up, I always uh, would hang out with the crowd to be cool, right? It wasn't really who I was, but I wanted to be around these people because I felt protected and I felt safe. What well, ended up being that these people weren't those types types of people. Um, these people didn't have my best interests at heart. They, uh, they were into drugs, they were into fighting, uh, you know, gang stuff, stuff that deep down inside me it wasn't who I was. Um, as time went on, um, I started developing bad habits and uh, I got been arrested, I think, seven times. And uh, one of those times was a very, very, very serious arrest. Um, I'm just gonna be open, I, I uh, had 17 pending felonies against me. If you guys don't know, 17 pending felonies in the state of Florida is a minimum of 10 years in prison. So they, like I told you, they enrolled me in a uh, drug class where I had to go and sit with people that are addicted to heroin, um, addicted to oxys and roxies. Uh, and I was in there for having gotten arrested with a controlled substance. Um, and I thought I was better than everybody. And when I was in there, I wasn't participating. I was judging people. And uh, my counselor, 
decided that I wasn't a good fit and he kicked me out of this program. What that did, that violated my probation. So now I'm back in front of the judge. And when I go in front of the judge this time, it's because uh, I had a long rap sheet at this point. It was my mother, it was my probation officer who actually really cared about me, and it was the judge. And I'll never forget this day because the courtroom was cleared. Usually there's about 40 people in there. Everybody's getting called up, so I knew this was very serious. The judge looked at my mother and he, she said, Mrs. Fawcett, which is my mom's uh, maiden name, um, you know, you got a great kid. We do, we love him in here. He's been here for three years now, um, but he keeps violating his probation. Uh, next time he's in front of me like this, I have to hit him with a minimum mandatory of 10 years in prison. Do you understand, Mrs. Fawcett? And my mom's sobbing and, you know, <clears throat> sorry I'm getting choked up talking about it, but, uh, I started, you know, crying. The judge had tears in her eyes, and it was one of those moments where, you know, you have a choice. Everyone has a choice. And that day, when I left that courtroom, she threw me in jail for 14 days to teach me a lesson. But after that day, I decided to make a change. I decided that I'm not going to go down a one way, the wrong way, that I have a choice, and I can be a voice at some point for people that you know, may get arrested or they may get in trouble and they may think that, hey, you know what, Ben, my life's over. I got a felony against me. I'm going to be a career criminal because that's what the system tells you. That's what everybody tells you is, you know, you're in trouble. So you know what, I'm going to keep just getting in trouble because no one's going to hire me. Um, I kind of broke that stigma. Uh, when I finally got out and I graduated um, the drug court, as they call it, um, I decided that I didn't want to live that life. So I cut all those people out of my life, every single last one of them. And the craziest part is, is one of them is getting out of prison. Uh, he just did 10 years and he was very, very close with me because when I was homeless and I got evicted, this gentleman let me live on his couch. So, you know, the ties are there. And when he does get out, I do want to help him. And I want to kind of help him, you know, get back to, uh, a normal life. He had a kid when he was in there, so it's a pretty messed up situation. But that moment, you know, was the defining moment for me in my life. And now my purpose is, as I told you, is like, I want people to know, I want to speak to youth that have gotten in trouble, let them know like, hey man, your life's not over. You just need to find the right path and you need to just stay on that path. And you know, and that's really it. So it's, it's pretty incredible to have <clears throat> been there. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, many people say, "My life, I'm a, I'm a felon. My life's over." Oh yeah. And then now, let's fast forward to not only the impact that you'll have with youth, but I, I want to specifically talk about the organization. Okay. We have so many entrepreneurs, business owners. You now run an organization of almost 140 employees. Yes. And so I, I want to reiterate: where you are right now is not the end of your story. Yeah. Now, I also know for you, you you feel like you're just scratching the surface. We're still right. Just scratching the surface, yes, sir. So what's it like to now have that impact, right? It's one thing to say, hey, I'm going to go change. You've done it. Yes. And now you have to be an example for 140 people. And I know for you, there's a, there's a handful of words that we've talked about, which is just watch me. Yes. Which kind of, that's your burn to say every day, yep. I have to connect to being an example, right? Watch that I will show up the right way. How important is that to you, whether it be for that young individual who's currently battling that you'll speak to, or one of your employees here at EHS? I mean, that's everything. I mean, when you're connecting to your burn like that, there is no other option but to succeed and to be the example, right? So, 
Um, you know, I didn't graduate high school, I didn't go to college, and that's something I speak about freely in my past because I'm a big believer on, you know, if you dedicate yourself to the game, the game is going to reward you. And to me, the game, as we talk about, is business, right? We relate a lot to sports. Um, but to be able to, you know, build this organization, give back to my community a lot, um, be able to donate my money and time, and to be able to help others, I mean, it's fulfilling and it's rewarding. And so that leads me to my next question, which is on capacity, mm -hmm. right? Because many people, they're faced with the challenge, they're faced with changing, then they take on one thing, then that fire, that burn causes them to take on another, mm -hmm. and then sometimes people say, whoa, whoa, that's enough. Now, you've gone on, right? I didn't even know that sports cards were a thing again. You yeah. now have a coffee shop and sports yeah. card business, which is really cool, but I want to go bigger than that. You're wearing a hat right now that says, Kids' Lives Matter. Yes. So you now, with your good friend Aaron Nash, decided to start an organization called Kids Lives Matter. Yeah. So once again, it's easy to go, I'm busy, I don't have time for anything else. Tell us how important Kids Lives Matter is to you, and why you didn't just choose to say, I'm too busy, I'll cut a check. You decided to take massive action to make a difference. Because I think a lot of people talk, and a lot of people don't walk the talk, right? Um, Kids Lives Matter is, is extremely important because even before I got into it, I knew there was an issue with uh, child trafficking. No one was doing anything about it. So my buddy Aaron Nash, uh, who's my brother, I love you Aaron if you see this, um, he hit me up when COVID hit and he said, hey man, he's like, we both know there's a huge problem with child trafficking. If there's anybody I'd want to start a business with and uh, make an impact in this world, he's like, it's you. And I was taken back because I look up to Aaron, and Aaron didn't know that, and Aaron looks up to me, so it was one of those things where the synergy... Iron sharpens iron, iron right? And the synergy was there. So um, our first step was, okay, well, let's vet some of these other nonprofits. Let's see what they're like in this space. So we ended up calling 20 nonprofits. 19 out of the 20 of them didn't answer the phone or call us back, all right? Uh, 20 out of 20 of them are not a dollar-for-dollar dollar nonprofit, meaning if you donate a dollar right? 70 cents of your dollar is out the back door. So you have 30 cents to every dollar that is out helping fight child trafficking. As we know, that's not a sustainable business model in anything. I mean, that's not, you're not going to solve any problems on 30 cents on a dollar. So we decided with, you know, the connections and everything that we have, we're like, well, we can really create a dollar for dollar nonprofit. We don't need the money. We're both uh, do very well. And uh, we can actually make a huge impact in this space. And that's what we've done. Um, now I think we have seven people working for us. And uh, for Kids Lives Matter, uh, we've, I think we've been operating for about seven months. Um, and I think, we're, honestly, we're probably one of the fastest growing nonprofits in the history of nonprofit, just from the donations, the recognition, um, and the things that we're doing in this space. So it's been a hell of a run. So you know I love the word legacy. Yes. So what's your legacy going to be? I, I, want, I want you to leave us there because it's to me, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking <clears throat> how busy you are. Yes. Aaron Nash growing Real Platinum Fitness. Oh yeah, he's killing and, it. And, and their supplement line, and all this group. There's so many excuses you can make, but you keep fighting for more. Which to me, that's like I had shared with Levante David before this Super Bowl, which we enjoyed very much. You know, I told him, I said, go beat down the door of your legacy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like right now, no different than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did throughout this entire season, right? Levante's done for nine years. He's been beating down that door of legacy. Yes. What does that mean to you if I say you're going to go beat down the door of your legacy? That just means 
it's compounding work that I've done and I've been speaking about. It's the work that I've been putting in over the last nine years that has gotten me to this point to be able to operate at such a high level, to be able to uh, run these companies and grow these businesses. And I don't think small. Like if I'm doing something, I'm doing it big because I want to be known for my legacy that when it's all said and done and I'm on my deathbed, I want people to celebrate me. I want people in my local community to be like, man, this guy gave it all. Every time I was around him, I felt like I could be a better person. I felt like I could do more. Um, and I felt like I could conquer the world. And that's that's what I want to do. I just want to leave a legacy of just trying to make people be the best versions of, of themselves and not yeah, be the best versions of themselves, but at the same time, give back to others and spread the love. Right? I feel like it's so... Uh, there's only a few people that do this, right? There's, you talk about of service, and I'm huge on of service, and I try to preach that to people on what you put out there is gonna come back, right? If you do good and you do what's right, the universe knows it's always gonna come back and do what's right for you, and I'm a big believer on that. I don't lie, I don't cheat, I don't steal, I do things the right way, and I'm a huge believer on that my legacy piece is because of those simple things that I do, right? Just do the right thing, it's really not hard. I appreciate you more, than, appreciate more you. than you know, brother. I appreciate you. Know, you know, I love you. And uh, I want to share with everybody the power of, of vision, doing things together, relationship. I, I know it's so important to you, and, and your relationship means so much to me. And it just continues to grow and grow. But I think when the Bucks started making this run, and you called me and you said, I'm taking you to the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. And, you know, what was really cool for me was, obviously, you knew my relationship with Levante and conversations I had with Levante. Many of you saw on the burn Levante talking about TB12 coming here in this opportunity to make this run. And so it was so special when they won that NFC Championship and you immediately texted and said, we're going to the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And yes. uh, I just, I appreciate you. It's a memory I, I will never forget. You know, then being able to come here today and to speak, to be able to do this burn episode, that to me is what life is all about. Yep. And I appreciate the example you set for others. And I hope in watching this episode of The Burn, you realize that you can be an example for someone too. In how you live, in how you show up, in the manner in which you do things, in the manner in which you say, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to cheat, I'm not going to steal, I'm just going to show up. Use Sean as an example and be my best one day at a time. Stay with us for the burn every single week. Continue to stay connected to that burn that lies inside of you and keep living one day at a time. Make sure to subscribe. If you haven't yet, make sure to grab your course for your prize fighter day and let's keep winning together. Let's continue to go do great things.